My name is Rebecca Ahmed and my company's name is Energetic Impact. Hey, it's Kellen. And today on Diversified Game, I have the queen of energy. Rebecca Ahmed is going to give us the game today on how she is a chief energy officer and what comes with that. What does that really mean? For those of you who say energy, I don't know about that because your energy is off. I don't <laughs> want you to turn off. And for, you know, any of those who say energy, is that like witchcraft? No, it's not that. So just stick with us, learn, maybe you increase your energy and you learn something to inspire others. Welcome, Rebecca, to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. And love the introduction and the preface about what is energy. <laughs> yes. And please give us the game while people are trying to wrap their head around that they've never heard of a chief energy officer. What do you do and how did you get here? Yeah, so uh, being a chief energy officer sounds exactly like it is. I energize people, I energize organizations. So they're able to accomplish their goals with more energy. So with ease, with excitement, not that ugh, exhausted feeling that a lot of people feel when they go into work or even dealing with their family or friends. So really creating shifts within their perspectives, shifts within their life, so they're able to move forward. And doing this, I actually went to IPEC, which is a um, coaching school recognized by the International Coaching Federation and studied energy for a year. I come with a lot of energy. I always wanted to understand that and showcase you know, how I can leverage this. So many people ask, how do you do so much in one day? And now I can tell them actually why and walk them through the seven levels of energy and how that impacts you on a day-to-day -day as well as under stress. That's awesome. Now for the people who say, okay, you can help me increase my energy. Does that mean I'm going to be walking around with a smile all day on my face? And you know, what pill do you have for this? Because <laughs> I, I don't know if I can put in the work to do that. Like, you know, there's some people who just they can't smile. And they're, they're just for whatever reason, right now, their energy may be off. But you know, is there a pill? And do they have to smile? Because some people, again, they're scared of smiling all day. I mean, I like to smile, but you do not have to smile at all. There is no pill. <laughs> this is not prescriptive. Um, but really, it's about creating shifts. So understanding someone's perspective, understanding your own perspective, and tuning in. And I have five uh, success energetic success principles to help people make those shifts within their life once they understand what their energy is coming from. Um, so again, you can smile all you want. It's not a requirement. And no, it's not prescriptive. And no, you're not going to be happy every single moment. There's going to be things that happen that you're going to say, this sucks. This is impacting me. The difference is, is that you get to take a moment and say, how do I want to move forward from there? Do I want to be angry still? Do I want to let this impact my day? Do I want to spread this and make sure everyone else has a bad day? We have that choice. We have that power. And once we are able to really leverage that, that's where we make those energetic shifts. So correct me if I'm wrong, but so it's all perception and how you see things. Is mm -hmm. that, you know, so you might get cut off and you might take that as, oh, they cut me off. So I would slow down because the police officer that may be down the road instead of, hey, they cut me off and now I got to chase them down the street like a typical Californian, which, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You're talking about two levels of energy. When you go and chase them down, you're at level two and you're in conflict. 
if you say, wait a minute, there's a police officer up the street and how do I not let this ruin my day and maybe look at this as an opportunity? That's level five. So it's it's pulling from those and learning what those are. You explained them perfect. <laughs> I okay. I'm I'm glad I, I I did. I just, you know, I, I know I believe you're in Vegas and California, you know, I tell people don't honk in California. It's not New York. It's not, you know, anywhere else uh, globally. It, people can take it differently. And road rage is a real thing. Now, with learning about how energy works and if somebody wants to hire you, whether it's corporate or possibly maybe you do one-on-one -on -one individual work, is it expensive? Because that's the other thing. People say, well, if I got to change my mood, I'm going to have to probably pay, you know, all this money to the Oprah of energy. So, you know, kind of give them some ranges on how that is, or if there's some book and some coursework that they can get and study at their own time. Yeah, I mean, organizations, it depends on the size of the organization and the work that I'm doing. So I would say that's, that's something you have to reach out to me and you go to my website, reach out directly, and then I'll, I'll work with you depending on what you're looking for. But individual coaching, I'm happy to share. Um, I have three month programs and six month programs and there are a thousand a month. So I consider that quite reasonable. Um, it's always what you want to invest in yourself. Um, but with that, you get one-on-one -on -one coaching session, sessions. You get to work with me exclusively for five individual clients at a time because we're extremely immersed in each other's lives. I'm, I'm there for you the entire time to help you navigate different things or challenges that you're going through and ensure that after that three months or six months, depending on which kind of cohort or program you want to work through, you are empowered to use these tools moving forward. You don't, if with a coach, that's what I love about it. And that's the difference between coaching and a mentorship or coaching and therapy. It's not a lifelong investment. It's, it's a moment in time where you're saying, I want to make these shifts. These are the goals I want to accomplish. And I help you get there. And then you take those tools to be able to live your life consistently with those tools. Does that make sense? It makes sense. And I'm glad that you brought in therapy because it's something I like to push to people, especially, you know, in these times where everybody online is a philanthropist, um, a, a pilot, they, they can save the world as long as you listen to them and they have all this money until you have an investment for them. And then they say, oh, <laughs> all my money's tied up. I know. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, so you can have you know, your energy sessions and you can have your therapist. And can you maybe tell people the difference? Because there may be some things that a therapist can't tell you that you would be able to tell them. Absolutely. It's very different. So when you're looking for a therapist, a lot of times you're trying to work through the past. Why am I doing what I'm doing today? Why am I creating this future? And how is my past impacting my present and future? And it's a lot of being in the past, understanding what happened to you, making peace and amends. That's very different than coaching. Coaching is let's move forward. So you've made peace with your past and you're looking to really accomplish goals to move you and propel you forward. And that's what a coach, that's why it's only three to six months usually, sometimes nine you know, if it's a bigger cohort of a group, but working one-on-one -on -one with a coach, you shouldn't be working with them more than a couple months because what you're doing is putting goals and then work creating action plans towards those goals. So we might dip into the past a little bit and I might say, okay, where is this value coming from? Or, you know, what's coming up for you? You have a story here. Let, let's, let's clear that up and still move forward. But we're living in present. We're living in creating and like designing a future. 
So that's the easiest way I can really tell people is, okay, when you want to make you know, goals and move forward, you get a coach. Got you, got you. And, you know, you're the oldest of nine children. So it's almost like you've always been a parent. I'm the oldest. And it's like, gosh, I I have kids now. But it's like, man, I was always bossing people around. Um, (laughs) Did did you always have this, you know, demeanor, even with, you know, such a, a large family and having to care for everybody? Or is this something, too, that you kind of grew into? Yeah, I have had it always. I didn't understand that gift or understand that journey that it can become part of my actual career life or professional life. But when I started searching for what do I want to do? You know, that question, what do you want to do when you grow up? Um, I was like, what do I do really well? And when I asked a lot of people, they would say, you've always helped me navigate either my career or my personal life. You've always been the person I can call on that leads with care and listens and then helps provide guidance. My brothers and sisters, I've always helped them with their career choices or where do they want to go to school or what are their next moves? Just like you said, being the oldest, that's kind of a role you take on. And so I, I think I found it quite natural. And then when I attended an HR class, I went to USC. I'm a crazy Trojan, so fight on if you got any Trojans on here. <laughs> but if you are a Trojan, um, yeah, I, I got you in this song you guys play on the- class and I was like oh my gosh I love working with people and that's kind of how it came to and I decided to pursue a career in HR and continue on from there but it's been always in my DNA I would say whether it's nature versus nurture it's who I am okay and how does that work you know for for business it's one thing and and people say okay I can put on the mask especially when you say being happy at work, you know, people put on their masks. Some say that's an oxymoron. I don't know. I love what I do, but I get to do it at home, um, you know, wherever I'm at. But when you leave work, can you then go wild out and then, you know, start beating people up in jujitsu class or how does, how does it work for the majority of people? Cause you have a gift clearly, but for someone who's learning, is this just maybe for corporate? And does how long does it take them to go into their personal life when they don't start yelling at their kids and, you know, yelling at their spouse and all that? No, we're all one person, right? So I look at it as like work-life harmony because we're not jumping from work and then to your personal life, right? Everything is, is all together. You bring who you are. So Yes, you have to say, I'm going to leave this at the door when you walk into the workplace. If you're arguing with your children, or if you're, there's something going on at home, you have to make a conscious decision to say, this is impacting me. How do I want this to impact my work or my workplace? The same thing with work. If you've had a hard day, it's very easy to say, I'm going to bring this home and take it out on my children, take it out on friends and family, or say, I'm not going to do that. And how do I make an energetic shift? What do I need to do to turn that off? I'm not turning off Rebecca's work self. I'm turning off that energy to say, I want to enjoy my day. And what are the beautiful things that I can learn today, do today, create an opportunity outside of whatever was causing some type of angst or anxiety. And you have, you know, made a living at this. Many people 
will say, oh, I'm an empath and I'm this and I'm that. Um, they don't know how to necessarily turn it professionally. If somebody's listening and they say, you know what, I'm a PMP, I'm a scrum master, I'm all these things, but I'm not doing the type of work that I want. And I love what I'm hearing from you, Rebecca. Can you then guide them and coach them into finding ways for corporations like you have to pay them? Yeah, so I always say get certified because the International Coaching Federation is the only body of um, certification within the coaching space. And I think that's really important because I tell every client, whether they work with me or not, and sure someone's certified, they've gone through the program, they understand the ethics, they've been educated in this space because previously that wasn't a requirement. So I think that's really important if you're new to this or you're wanting to create a business, make sure you have the proper business license, certifications, et cetera, that you can share with people so they understand your credentials. So I think that's step one. Two, believing in yourself. You know, everyone should know their superpowers. Everyone should know their gifts and share that. It's not, a, it's not sales, it's sharing, right? You know, we're talking right now, you're asking me about energy. I'm not trying to sell you to go buy a bag of energy or pill, like you said earlier. I'm just sharing what I do and the impact that that creates, just like you're sharing what you do and the impact that creates with me. And so I think that authenticity is so important. And that's really propelled me throughout my career because you get referrals, you people hear you, you know, on podcasts, they hear you or read your LinkedIn posts. And they're like, oh my gosh, I'm resonating with this person because they're authentic. They're at my same vibration level. And there you go from there. And what do you do to turn people when you do find, you know, you can see every day Karen videos and people bothering people just minding their own business. How do you you know, deal with that or somebody, you know, maybe cutting you off or cutting you wherever, like, how do you deal with that? Knowing that you're full of positive energy, but everybody at least once in their life can get caught off guard. And something tells me you too might be like a black belt in jujitsu. So you could do like a flying guillotine on someone, but like, how, 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 how does that work with you? Of course it works with me. Like if someone cuts me off, if someone comes after me, your natural reaction, right, is fight, flight, or freeze. That, that's a natural reaction. You, the difference is, is that I'm deciding where do I want to go. So it's taking that moment and leveraging your principle and saying, let me get curious, or how do I lead with care? Or wait a minute, am I wearing someone else's energy right now? Let me use a principle of detachment. Taking that moment and making a very conscious decision, that, that moment is where we make choice. And all of a sudden, your energy is not controlling you. All of a sudden, you're not exhausted. You're not furious with rage that you're so lost up in your rage because you're in control of how you want to move forward. You always are going to be impacted by external resources. Always. That's life, right? You can't control everything around you, but what you can control is how you react to them. And by really understanding that in every single second, in the beginning, you have to probably, I had one client, she's a ballerina and an attorney, and she had to do a pot of beret every single time negative negativity hit her because it was telling her, Ooh, you know what, this is impacting me. And I was about to just respond without control and just rage. Let me stop and say, how do I want to show up right now? And by making that choice, she would show up differently or decide, you know what, right now I'm going to be a bitch. And I said, own it then own that. Like if that comes to you, own it, but don't let your energy own you, you own it. And that's how you move forward with your actions. 
Awesome. So you can do, you know, corporate or for any of you fighters out there um, and need somebody that, you know, help you or even actors, because after like an acting set, you hear actors say like to get out of that role, you know, it, they struggle with it. Will Smith, prime example. He, he thought he was still in Ali or Richard or, you know, whomever. Now, the whole boss, it's, it's not his jacket to wear. <laughs> Yeah. Now the whole interview has been about helping people, but it's my signature question. So I got to ask, you know, what is a community give back that you are doing or that you would like to do in the future? Yeah, I've done quite a few community gives back. So I worked with Suited for Change in Washington, D.C. when I lived there before I um, moved back to Vegas during the pandemic. And I've consistently throughout my career um, have partnered with organizations to help those in need um, be able to build their career again, whether they've been incarcerated, whether they've, you know, unfortunately gone through hardships, whether it's with drugs or with family, um, helping them and empowering them to have the confidence to say, I'm worth, I have my worth and I want to go back into the workplace and I love what I do or I'm looking for a new passion and I've made mistakes or I've had hardships that have held me down. But now let me move forward and be able to create a new life. And I think that's so important because people, when you give second chances and coming from Las Vegas, I mean, you have 10,000 people at a, at a hotel. Imagine those sizes. So you get to meet people from all walks of life and from all different countries. And a lot of them are starting over for the first time. And to be able to say, I can help you build a resume that you've never built in the US. I can help you with interview skills. I can help show you the resources you can get to be able to you know, become in, uh, in the culinary field or in uh, the, a hospitality field. Like being able to provide that is something I'm extremely passionate about. Um, so that that's one. And then I love my Gen Zs. I, it's what I primarily coach. A lot of the organizations I work with, um, so many boomers are like, how do I talk to these Gen Zs? So um, I, I do a lot of work with them and I give back quite a bit um, in terms of coaching for them. So during the pandemic, I reached out to numerous colleges and said, these are free sessions. Anyone who needs some, some coaching to get through this, especially they're graduating, they don't know where they're gonna go. People aren't hiring. I did so many hours in that space to be able to empower so many Gen Z's to say, you got this. I know it's a funky time, but you're still going to be amazing in the workplace. And the things that you're bringing to our culture as we continue to grow is something that's going to be everlasting. Awesome. Awesome. Now, I have to ask, because of your last name um, and those who say, well, it seems like this might be an Egyptian you have. Can she do it in Arabic for me because I'm more comfortable? Are you able to do it in multiple languages? Maybe you can even do it Spanish, French, Persian, and all. So, you know, let, let the folks know if your services are um, welcome in other languages. My speeches are welcome in Spanish. Um, my, my Spanish for coaching is, I would say, quite extensive, but because of like medical terms or different terms, I'm a little, I get a little nervous, I will say about coaching there. Um, but speeches are, I can always provide in Spanish. Um, but no, my dad did not teach me Urdu. So I'm Pakistani. Um, but we were, we were raised also by my mother who is blonde hair and blue eyed from Las Vegas. And so we were raised speaking English and learned Spanish in school. Um, but unfortunately, I don't speak Urdu. <laughs> so I have five words, I can tell you that's about it. <laughs> Okay, well, hey, that's a quick speech, you know. Yeah, thank you. Good night. <laughs> Bye. Salam alaikum, bus bunny. <laughs> and 
And and so as far as you know, you have the coaching. Do you have a book um, as well that's on Amazon? I have a book coming out. So I am in the initial phases. Um, it's a really exciting time right now. I am closing a deal with the publisher and um, we'll be sharing that soon. So more to come. Um, but yes, we will be having a book out um, in 2024, I believe, with the total projected timeline. Um, and it's all about energizing the workplace. And to keep your, your energy going, you have to do something more than just work. Can you tell the people, you know, a hobby of yours, whether it's acting, playing the guitar, piano, that kind of keeps you balanced? Yeah, there's a lot of things. I would say larger things are, are travel. Like I said, I'm going to Nicaragua. I'm heading out on Saturday and super excited and connecting with people and being immersed in language that I don't know or a culture that I don't know is extremely energizing for me because I love to learn people's stories. I love to hike. That's another, I'm, I'm very active. So I work out every day, but I also really enjoy hiking. Um, and then throughout the day, you know, I don't look at it as self-care. I look at it as plug, recharging yourself, right? You put your phone in how many times a day to recharge? These are energetic boosts. And so throughout the day, I'll do different things like throw whipped cream on my coffee because it brings me pleasure and makes me smile. I'll watch a little comedy skit. I'll call my nephew for a little giggle. Anything you can do that leans into that, that brings you joy. These are quick energetic boosts that you don't even realize are completely recharging you and helping you propel forward. So at the end of the day, you're not like, oh, what a day. You're almost like, holy cow, how did that fly by so fast? And I like, I love that. And what's next? It's harder to turn me off at night than it is for me to keep going. <laughs> wow. And, and I'm sure a balanced diet since you work out, you know, uh, share that because sometimes people say, ah, man, I, I, I did everything, but then their diet will be off. And you're like, you can't yeah. eat the whole pig. No, you can't. I mean, so I go back and forth between Las Vegas and San Diego and San Diego, the farmer's market's right here. So everything's fresh. And then in Las Vegas, you know, Whole Foods is, is close by, but um, absolutely live a very balanced diet. And I think that's also another gift from travels. I cook extensively and I, I cook a lot of Pakistani food. I took a lot of Cuban food. I, I've learned Costa Rican food since I've been in Costa Rica quite a bit. I, I love to mix different cuisines. And I think that's, it's something also really energizing and fun because you're getting to play with recipes that you never knew before. But I'm, I'm not a, I'm a very healthy eater, I will say. I mean, I have my naughty days, but those are usually still quite, quite light. <laughs> Everybody deserves a cheat day. Even The Rock talks yeah. about that and writes about that in, you know, literature. So no, I thank you for sharing the game. Let the people know where they can find you in any last words you may have for them. Absolutely. Um, you can find me on energeticimpact.com or of course on LinkedIn. I love connecting with people there and share different tips and tricks and tools every single week on LinkedIn too. Um, and yeah, I just want to say thank you so much for today. This was awesome and super energizing to start my morning out and um, look forward to connecting with anyone who has any questions. Well, we thank you and I thank you guys for listening. And I thank y'all, the minority of you who watch, the numbers keep kicking up. But if you do nothing else with your energy, make sure you share this. It will change somebody's life. You guys be blessed. Hey, family, on November 20th through December 1st, 2022, we will have the all-inclusive Kenya trip. Now, a lot of times people have said, Phil, when's the next trip we'll like to go? I want to see Africa for myself, but well, this is the time to go. 
everything will be taken care of. All the excursions are paid. You can do monthly payments. You know, they'll have a safari and a six city tour. You will see Charlie Island, which is something that we did not see last time on the tour. This tour will be 12 days instead of seven days. So make sure to secure your place on the trip by going to www.wbsvs.com, make your deposit, and then you can start making your payments and we'll see you in Kenya. Hi everyone. Have you ever been curious about visiting Africa? Which African country were you interested in? Kenya, Nigeria, Uganda, South Africa, Ethiopia? Which country are you interested in? My good friend, Kellen Cash Coleman, came up with a course called My First Trip to Africa that'll guide you through this process. It's only $20 and in this course you'll learn about passports, visas, vaccinations that you need before you go there, as well as a budget, uh, how much the trip is going to cost. He also talks about what you should pack, uh, what you should take with you, how you should travel on a budget. Did you know that 100 US dollars is worth a thousand South African rand and over 10,000 Kenyan shillings? So imagine what you can do with $100 back home. I say back home because I'm from Sudan, I'm African, I already know how it's like. I know that, you know, when you convert Canadian and American money, it goes a long way when you're traveling across Africa. So if you're curious, um, if, if Africa is a place that you've always wanted to go, always wanted to move there, Kellen Cash is the person to ask. Check out the course, there's a little preview you can listen to. Um, before you actually purchase it. If you're interested in this course, visit www.diversifiedgame.com. Don't miss out.